Good morning and welcome to the Good Healing Energy Show. This is Hillary Crowley. I always have trouble putting those words together. Good Energy Healing Show. Maybe I should have dropped one of the words because um, it is at the Good Healing Show, the Energy Healing Show, the Good Energy Show. The other day when I was talking to the dogs on the other podcast, the dog and the cat, I just said it's a good energy show. Um, but I think that healing is an important part of the wording too because good energy is is nonspecific. It's, it's how we heal and that's what I like to get to. So welcome to the Good Energy Healing Show. Today, we're going to talk about the courage to change. Um, I brought it up recently in the serenity prayer. Um, and the serenity prayer is well known through the um, Alcoholics Anonymous, Al-Anon, how we break addiction uh, world. And I think that one of the things I want to look at is some of us have one type of addiction, some of us have other types of addiction, but the part of our brain that becomes addictive is um, that's that's available to all of us to always be healing and changing. Um, being addicted to thought habits, like I've talked about, is a big, big thing. In fact, thought habits become physical habits. And I know from my friends through AA who have been working the program for years that they know that the one of the steps is to actually free yourself from the uh, substance that you're addicted to, but the deeper step is getting into the root of um, what brought us to our addiction in the first place. And if that's not holistic healing, I don't know what else is. That so we're all so very connected, and that's kind of the the theme for today. So, um, so the courage to change the courage to have the ability to know when to make a change to when to know when to be peace uh be granted the serenity to know when you cannot make a change and having the wisdom to know the difference i was at a workshop with carolyn mace uh the author the the well-known author of uh, anatomy of the spirit and so many other books since then um mace is spelled um M-Y-S-S, pronounced mace like corn mace. So here we have it. Um, one of her uh, pieces of advice, she called them one of her power choices, is to become, what was the word, compatible and um, find yourself getting along with the law of change. And she said the law of change is that we're changing every day. So become compatible with the rule and the law, the natural law of change. Whew, that is a big ask. So welcome to today's podcast. I'm going to talk about how our physical body, our biology already is entirely in sync with the rules of change. And I'm going to start with a story. So welcome again to the Good Energy Healing Show and it's story time. <laughs> okay, about a decade ago... Um, I was still watching the seasons, thinking that the seasons mirrored the cycle of um, life and death. So you have the birth in spring, you have the, 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 the bountiful youth of, of summer, you have the um, quieting middle-aged elderliness of the fall, and then you have the death in winter. And then the cycles repeat themselves. It's lovely. I am sure I was taught that somewhere along the line, whether in a book I read or in images that I saw, the metaphor 
we all know the metaphor, especially if we live in New England where it's a four season world, radically four season, I might add. And, um, and so that, that's how I was looking at it. However, uh, about 10 years ago, I was taking a walk and it was a beautiful, let's say early fall day. And those of us in New England, we wait for the leaves to change. We don't want summer to end, but the vista and the bounty and the beauty of colors when our leaves change over here is just spellbinding. And so usually there are a couple of weeks where we all talk to each other every single year and says, are the leaves going to change yet this year? Are they going to change? When do they change? Well, it was one of those days and there was a lot of greenery. The deep, deep green of late summer was still around me. And I looked up and there was this uh, red maple tree and it was um, right along the edge of the water. And I looked at it and it was just gorgeous. It was the it was the bright uh, changing foliage of the red. I don't mean the the deep red of the of the red maples. I should have said it differently. It was the the bouncy green leaves had turned into like a deep deep red. So that beautiful red tree was um, right on the edge of the water, and I just stood on the bridge and looked at it. The next day, um, there had been a windstorm the night that night, and the next day I took a walk, and that gorgeous tree had fallen over. In all of its red glory, it had fallen on the riverbank into the water. I would have loved to see that splash. It must have been magnificent. But now it was equally magnificent because the water was rushing by it. And um, I, I, I stood there and I said, if the tree was beautiful yesterday, it's more beautiful today in the way that it's reflecting in the water. What I'm looking at, I'm so sorry that the tree fell. And what I'm looking at, though, is the red of the water shimmering up as a reflection of the red on the tree. I was spellbound. spellbound. Um, so can, I continued to have this be my regular walk, and I noticed that uh, slowly the other trees changed, and, and quite brilliantly I was surrounded by other bright reds and yellows and oranges, and it was absolutely gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. And my tree that had fallen in the river, my friend, um, continued to be gorgeous, but it started to go into the deeper, deeper browns. And um, then the trees that were still standing, they were losing all their leaves. And this is where I'm getting to my point. They were losing all their leaves, but the tree that had fallen into the river was clearly dead and it did not lose its leaves. And so then winter came and I was still taking these walks and the river's now frozen and chunks of ice are going through it. And it's got that crispy sound because the leaves did not drop. And I said, oh, those are healthy trees that drop their leaves. And this tree that truly, truly is dead, that tree did not drop its leaves. I became very curious about this, wondering why it took me so long to understand this life lesson from the trees. And then I had another mind-blowing discovery because the nature of the leaves releasing and opening their and letting their leaves fall away actually has a term and the term is called apoptosis a p o p t o s i s it's of the greek origins it's actually the original origin is from hippocrates so so that's that's in the 400 bc that term was used apoptosis and it means 
in simple terms, the falling away of leaves from a tree. And it also means the falling away of petals from a flower. And it also means the falling away of dead cells from our bodies. The falling away of dead cells from our bodies. That is how our healthy bodies operate. We have a medical term called apoptosis that describes how millions of dead cells are shed from our body. And by definition, those dead cells being shed from our body, the process of apoptosis is a hallmark of health. A hallmark of health is our dead cells dropping away. How many out there right now are thinking, well, 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 wait a minute, that's what falling away means? What else can I help? I, I want all my dead cells to fall away. That's what makes our skin healthy. That's what makes our organs healthy. That's what makes our blood. When we are healthy, we have dead cells and they're scooped up and they fall away and they leave our body through all sorts of ways of elimination. Yes, apoptosis. If you look up apoptosis, you'll actually found it, find it best described in conversations around cancer because the hallmark of cancer is the, well, let me quote here from um, Heimberg's Hallmark of Cancer book called The Next Generation Hallmark of Cancer, uh, printed in 2011. We have this here, apoptosis or programmed cell death, evolved as a rapid and irreversible process to efficiently eliminate dysfunctional cells. A hallmark of cancer is the ability of malignant cells to evade apoptosis, to evade apoptosis. Apoptosis, the falling away, the letting go, the how do we evade letting go? Now I bring it back to the good energy of healing and say, Right now, as we're talking, is there anything that we should be letting go of that we're evading? That a cell that that should have died, a thought habit that should have died, an anger, a, a lack of forgiveness that should have died. Is there anything that we're evading that we're not letting go of? I want to take a moment and just together take a nice deep breath. And wherever you are, think of your favorite tree. And think of how even the evergreens, they lose their needles. Believe me, if you have an evergreen tree around you, it's not that they don't lose their needles. They have plenty of falling away, including pine cones. It's just that they're evergreen. So they don't go through that long period of time that I used to consider death. But it's just when the tree itself is bare. And it's bare so that it can carry the weight of the frozen water, the ice, and the snow through that season, and then come back with fresh leaves. So our trees really are our friends today for this podcast. How do we let go in order to rise up and be strong in our core? And what we're letting go is of things that we never needed to hold on to in the first place. Going back to our friends in um, the AA program and our great teachers there, we can think more also about lovingly detaching, lovingly detaching, falling away, those beautiful leaves falling to the ground. What a way to lovingly detach from things that once served us that no longer serve us. 
I was talking to a friend recently about change and we were talking about bravery and sometimes change is forced upon us and sometimes change is a choice and sometimes change is a little bit of both where we come to a crossroads where we have to make a decision and isn't that a crossroad where it says, well, I can stay the same or I can make a change, but I know if I don't make some kind of a change, the change will be made for me. And whether that will be a deterioration of health, a deterioration of of, um, uh, mental health, a deterioration of a relationship, a deterioration of a family, um, we have changes to make. And may we have the serenity to know when we cannot make the change, which would be maybe in the case where we need to let go of control and drop away and we need to be the leaf itself that falls. Think of that. We need to be the leaf that falls. But sometimes we're the trunk and we need the courage to let go of what needs to fall away from us. Let's call that lovingly detach. And as, as, as we look at the good energy in all this, we say, what do I need to have the wisdom? And certainly what we need to do is go deep into our wisdom body. This stop fixing and figuring out of the answers and simply say, let me be the tree and let me say right now, am I the leaf that falls away or am I the trunk that releases with apoptosis my leaves because my season is over and it's time for me to let these fall beneath me. And by the way, these leaves that do fall beneath us do fertilize the earth underneath us and come back and re-nourish us with minerals and nutrients. So there's never really a loss here. It's just a cycle within a cycle within a cycle. And if I were to say one thing about healing is that we are best when we surrender to the cycle of healing rather than trying to avoid it or cart it off somewhere or compartmentalize it. So I was talking to my friend about making a change and part of it is this feeling that we are alone and that loneliness and separation is oftentimes the ego where we're edging out the understanding that we're part of a huge orbit, an orbit within an orbit within an orbit that goes as big as the solar system and the universe and beyond, and as small as the orbit of each cell in our body. And do you know what ties all that together from your life experience? It's how you think about the world. It's how you think. That's the thought habits we've been talking about lately. So I've been waking up and saying, I give thanks for the unknown blessings that are already on their way. And that's really working because then I go, oh, Look at that. I had a blessing happen to me, a big blessing. Oh, and there's a little blessing. And you know what? I don't have to worry about creating blessings. I'm giving thanks for blessings that are already on their way. I'm letting go of controlling how I'm going to conquer the day. I'm going to look at my trees around me and say, I'm noticing spring is coming. And no more than I can control and stop the waves in the ocean coming towards me, can I stop the beautiful tide of leaves that are about to burst full, first with beautiful flowers, and then with their leaves, and then we'll have the deep greenery, and then we'll have the beautiful fall. 
I want to be in that cycle. I don't want to be watching that cycle or judging that cycle or observing that cycle. I want to simply be in that cycle. That cycle is called apoptosis, the falling away of leaves, the programmed cell death, the opposite of cancer. So if you do have cancer, and I've worked with people with cancer, this is beautiful imagery to work with. Take a moment and ask yourself, am I the tree that needs to let go of anything? Am I the tree that's asking for the cells to let go like leaves? Um, I've seen in medical charts that it is written uh, that are, there are certain cancers that are actually, you know, use the word apoptosis. They say we are dealing with a certain kind of cancer where there's absolutely no apoptosis going on. If our biology does affect our um, our story, our, our health, I was going to say if our biology affects our beliefs or our biology affects our biography where I'm pulling on uh, Dr. Uh, Bruce Lipton and pulling on Greg Braden's thoughts. These are all great thought leaders in the healing world. But if our, if our biology, which is how our body operates in a healthy cell state, beyond our conscious mind, for sure, um, can be affected by our conscious mind, wouldn't we want to cooperate with that? And that's what I see every single day in my work that I do. So... Go back and find yourself meditating on the idea of releasing anything that no longer serves you. And imagine that beautiful, beautiful falling away of a leaf. It doesn't just drop. That's part of the beauty. It slight, slightly floats and sails right through until it gently lands on the ground. You never see somebody saying, I get hit overhead by a falling leaf. And that's the way cell the cells want to work for us too that we can allow these things to fall and they don't drop like lead they fall slowly they fall naturally and they fall when we allow ourselves to open whatever our proverbial metaphorical fist is just like that fist that holds that leaf through the summertime and then opens and allows the falling away the apoptosis there's so much more to talk about around this but i wanted to introduce that word to you today when you're looking for the courage to change, whether it's to heal your body or heal yourself from an addiction or from a difficult thought habit, habit, um, if you're looking to heal yourself from anything, I ask you to call upon the bravery that's already in your cells every day, that deep intelligence that says, I have the courage to release. And I know that not only is it not going to kill me to let go, but it could very well be a symbol of my healthy self thriving. I hope you have a great day and you find thousands of examples of apoptosis. Shout out to Hippocrates from 400 BC. He coined that term when he was talking about how bones heal, how our cells heal, how our body heals, and, and that, that you go find a beautiful way to see evidence on the outside and then bring in evidence into the inside for you, into the metaphysical world to transform your life with apoptosis. Yes, you do have the courage to change. We all do. 
Go ahead and have a beautiful day. This is Hillary Crowley from the Good Energy Healing Show. All the best to you, and um, I will catch you the next time. And if you like this show, please hit like and subscribe, and we'll see you the next time.